0: And with the help we get from Dan Burns, ASE Certified Technician at Lloyd's Automotive, we're going to help you keep it running. Car, truck, van, whatever the case may be, Dan's helped. If you're new to the show, by the way, thanks for joining us. This is our CCO Car Care Show. Dan is uh, on the horn with us uh, this morning. Morning, Dan. Good morning. How are things with you?
1: I'm, I'm well, thank you. How about you?
0: Well, I'm doing the same. Uh, we're waiting for some showers here in the uh, Twin Cities. But I I want to alert our listeners that uh, Dan's going to be with us till about 745. So if you have a car care kind of question, don't wait. Do I either call it in right now or send a text like some folks are already doing? Our phone number, 651-989-9226. The text number is 81807. We always like uh, lately, Dan, to remind our listeners that any old – uh, website or application is not uh, the only one that you can listen to c c o all over the place is called radio dot com so if you 're out of town uh get on the the uh, app store it 's free no charge and uh, you know download
1: I just, I just i just downloaded it all
0: right very good <laughs> as we speak radio dot com yeah. that 's uh well, to go. good deal um i 't
1: the- know how to use the bluetooth in my car and so I can listen to WCCO now when I'm out a town. Isn't that great.
0: great? Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, yeah I have it yeah. myself. Uh, we've got textures already, Dan. I was wanted to mention. I was looking at an article uh, just yesterday about um, uh, uh, oil, synthetic oil specifically, and mm-hmm. uh, the, the the article recommended if you. Uh, let me see if I can recall this. I don't have it in front of me. If you live in a clim- climate where it's really hot or really cold at times, if you take short trips uh, or if you're hauling loads, those are good indications that you should be using synthetic oil if the manufacturers uh, the manual recommends it. Would you agree kind of to
1: those things? I would agree, Denny, and I would even take it farther. Okay, I'm almost, I'm almost to the point that I would say every car, should have synthetic oil. Uh, you know, it, it doesn't cost that much more, and the oil change interval is a little bit longer, and it is a significantly better product. Mm-hmm. And so there's just no reason. Uh, and the, all the old fairy tales of, you know, if I haven't been using synthetic, I shouldn't switch now, and that's none mm-hmm. of that's true. Uh, if you haven't been using th- synthetic oil, change any time. It'll be just fine. You can mix it uh, with your old oil if you need to top it off or, or anything like that. It all works out just fine. And uh, so there's almost no car. You know, now maybe some of the classics uh, don't want it anymore because <laughs> the oil still gets so contaminated they have to change it so much. But <laughs> but uh, there's, there's almost no car that, that should not have synthetic oil anymore. It's
0: good stuff for sure. Yeah. 651-989-9226 if you want to call in your car care question to Dan or uh, text number is 81807. Are you going to say something, Dan?
1: Well, I was just going to say I, for many, many years now, I've been using synthetic oil in all of my cars and all of my trucks and all my work trucks. And so I just, it's just, it's just all there is anymore, pretty much.
0: I think another caveat for folks maybe are new to the, so says this article, is that don't don't just forget about it. If you uh, change your oil and it's synthetic oil, don't go beyond the recommended uh, interval to change it. Just no. beca- you, you know what I mean. It's, it's yeah. It's Let good. me tell
1: you one more thing, Denny. That's sure. really important. As long as we're on the topic of oil, yeah. check your oil. Very very important. Uh, you know, a customer will, will will bring their car in to Lloyd's, and so many things now. You know, vehicles are so complicated, but cars are control. You know, like the the uh, cam timing and so forth is controlled by oil pressure on many cars. And people will bring their cars in because the check engine light is on, and we go through the process of diagnosing it, and what has happened is they've neglected their oil change, have never checked their oil, and it's almost out of oil. And so because there's not enough oil pressure to operate the cams properly, it, of course, sets a code, and thank God it does. Warn them that their car has no oil in it because the next step was you're going to be stuck alongside of the highway waiting for a tow truck f- for me to sell you a new engine in your car. Yeah. So please don't, you know, back in the old days when you had full service gas station, they'd love to check your oil because they could sell you a quart.
0: they clean your windshield, uh, too.
1: <laughs> and clean your windshield. But nowadays, we have to do it all ourselves. And The trick to checking your motor oil, and it's very, very simple, in the morning before you start the car, after the car has been sitting overnight, pull out the dipstick and look at it. You don't even have to wipe it off and go through that whole process, that messy process. Just pull out the dipstick and look at it because everything overnight has settled. That's true. you're You're going to get an accurate reading on your motor oil. Pull it out and look at it, and you know, do that once every whatever the period of time is, once a month or once, what, what you know, depend, depending on if your car uses any oil. But you just have to pay attention because things change. You know, your car maybe didn't use any oil, and now it's got a hundred and some thousand miles on it, and now it's starting to use a little bit, and, and that's perfectly normal. There's nothing wrong with that, but you just have to put a little bit more in.
0: Well, I agree. I, I guess so. I'm from that old school. I like to to check check oil in. Uh in our cars at home uh, from time to time. But I remember uh, having a vehicle that had no dipstick and I thought, I don't like this idea of, I have to look at some icon on the screen to see yeah. if I have a, a, evidently, are they accurate Those when there's no
1: dipstick? They're very accurate. Oh, okay. And in fact, uh, you know, I don't trust them. I, I, I agree with you, but, on a car like that, if like on your car, Danny, if the oil gets low, it warns you. Yeah, the light will turn on and say, you know, put in a liter of oil uh, because your oil is low. So it, 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 they are trustworthy, and you can depend on them. I'm old-fashioned, and I wish it had a dipstick, but sometimes they just don't, and you have to deal with what you have.
0: Now I got rid of that vehicle. Now I have one that does have a dipstick, so I yeah. <laughs> I can sleep better at night. Say I know we have to well, break here. Go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say, from now on when you shop for a car, that's going to be important. You it's got to have <laughs> a dipstick.
0: <laughs> uh, there's a text that came in early this morning, uh, Dan, and then we'll take a quick break. Um, for just joining us, Dan Burns, ASC Certified Technician, is with us from Lloyd's. Uh, and that's a question about the Lloyd's Automotive, Dan. texter wants to know if uh, the mechanics there ever have a face-to-face conversation with the customer after the repair to explain what was fixed before uh, before paying the freight. Um, do, do your techs ever talk to the customer?
1: Uh, some of them are too afraid. They, oh, that's why man. they are what they are. Um, <laughs> so not often, but that being said, it's available. Pe- you know, people are willing to, I mean, you know, we're all human beings and we're all willing to talk. And so if you want the story right from the horse's mouth, they're glad to do that. But that's, you know, they're they're in the back shop because they're they're working back there,
0: about. and you 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 and uh, the Knicks and uh, Jimmy, uh, the people at your front desk, are very well versed in what to uh, what happened and uh, explain. I've heard it. I've been there, so it's yeah.
1: yeah. Well, you know, to that point, sometimes I get a little annoyed after I fix the car, and they're getting all the credit for fixing <laughs> the car. <laughs> There you go. That happens
0: a lot. <laughs> Tell you, Hang on, Dan. We'll uh, take a quick break here. If you have a car care question, call it in or text it in. Dan's going to be with us uh, till about 745. And the phone number, 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. We'll grab some more text messages as well when we come back. And good morning. Welcome back to CCO's Car Care Show. Danny Long here. Dan Burns from Lloyd's Automotive is uh, on the horn with us this morning. Dan, uh, let's uh, get a little more specific. We had a question about Lloyd's Automotive. Where are you guys located?
1: We are at nine eighty two Grand Avenue, which is right between Lexington and Victoria on Grand Avenue in Saint Paul. You can find us on the web at Lloyd's Automotive dot net. L L O I D S. Lloyd's Automotive dot net or uh, Give us a call six five one two two eight one three one six.
0: You're going to be opening up in about a half hour or so from now.
1: Yeah, yeah, after this morning. We'll be closed next week, and is it next weekend? Is Labor Day? We're closed Labor Day, Saturday. Anyway, we close on the on the long weekends. So everyone may have a long break, but uh, that's
0: that's that's two, that, that's two weeks from now. That's a few weeks uh, yet to go. We haven't even been to the state fair yet, so you
1: know, let's what? not rush it. That's that's just a couple weeks away. That's one of
0: the things I thought we
1: should talk about this morning is getting the kids' cars ready to go back to college. That's true.
0: <laughs> that's not far off, is it? Not at all. Uh, we always like to do that this time of year, too. Uh, you know what? I want to grab some text messages before we run out of screen here. Hard time. Uh, here's one um, from Brad. It says, I have a 2008 Chrysler Pacifica. Recently, the AM on the radio stopped working. We can't have that. No sound, just blank. The FM works great. What could be the problem with that 2008 Pacifica?
1: Well, usually when the, um, FM works and the AM doesn't, it's the antenna. The antenna. The FM FM does not need it, or the AM, the FM does not need as much antenna as the AM. And on some cars, the AM won't work at all unless the antenna is hooked up. So, um... You'll remember, Danny, we did this on one of your cars, the antenna didn't work, or the AM didn't work very well. I think it works some, but at any rate, uh, you know, that's the first place to check is, is the antennas. Sometimes they're, the way they're routed or how they're routed, uh, they get exposure to moisture and, and corrosion. And when the connection becomes bad, then you can't get any reception from the radio.
0: Yeah, you uh, did a good job. You had to modify it, as a matter of fact, on uh, Tony's truck, but that really did the trick. That that, uh, In fact, uh, at, at last report, we don't have the vehicle anymore, but I know it was working great uh, when yeah. we did. Well, it, so.
1: In order for it to work in Mankato, it needs to work there, so far. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. You
0: need an antenna. So a, still got to pick up CCO. All right, right. let's see. Uh, We had this question before, I know, Dan, uh, about a a Chevy HHR, 2007 was the year. Is a wheel-bearing hub replacement a do-it-yourself possibility?
1: Uh, You know, I tell you what, probably not. Yes, it it should be. It's actually simple. There's, you know, just three big bolts or three bolts on the back that hold it in and there's one big bolt on the drive axle that uh, where the drive axle goes through. so it, what it seems like it should be a very simple process, but the truth is, uh, getting it apart after on know '08, did you say it was or 2007: uh, uh, Yeah, so after that many years, the, you know the the um, or the uh, steering knuckle is, is made of an alloy material, and that gets all corroded and they come apart very hard sometimes. And so the, the reason I wouldn't suggest doing it yourself is uh, I don't know how you safely get under the car and hammer on it the way that you need to hammer on it to get it apart. And so that part kind of kind of scares me. But, but to answer your question, it, it, other than getting it apart, it's a simple process. And if you're handy, you certainly can do it yourself.
0: All right, very good. I tell you what, let's take a quick break here, Dan, our usual bottom-of-the-hour break. Dan's going to be with us for about another, oh, 14, 15 minutes or so. So if you do have uh, a car care question before you bring it in, your favorite dealer, your favorite shop, Dan uh, will uh, fill you in on what uh, might be the problem there. If you want to send a text, 81807. You can call us, too, if you like, 651-989-9226. On this Saturday, 75 degrees here during our Car Care Show. Danny Long here. Dan Burns is on the horn from Lloyd's Automotive. And, uh, Dan, phone calls, text messages. Let's see if we can't uh, keep you busy here till you uh, take your leave. Stu, uh, let's see. Stu, yeah, Stu was calling from Woodbury. Go ahead, Stu. Dan's listening.
2: Hi, Dan. Um, I've got a 2011 Hyundai Santa Fe. I replaced both front axles and the upper left strut mount. And I've got this pretty bad, what I've... I understand it's torque steer between second and third under normal acceleration. It, it kind of lurches to the right, and uh, it's it's kind of gotten worse. And I don't know, uh, I don't know what what it could be. Did 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 it happen after you put the
1: struts
2: no, in, or no. I mean, the, it so, was you, going so on you had
1: it and then you and then you put drive axles in it?
2: Yes. And the drive axles needed replaced. replace. The boots were both slinging grease. And, uh, and then the upper left strut uh, mount was shot. And uh, I got under it with a bar on both wheels and moved things around, tried moving things around, and it all looked pretty good. Uh, I didn't really see any big movement. But like I say, under normal acceleration between second and third, it kind of wants to just for a second, lurch to the right. Yeah. And then it comes well, back.
1: Yeah. To answer your question, something's moving. You're you're absolutely on the right track that that um if you're checking the control arm bushings and uh things like that, that's a very you know, there's a very good case that maybe a control arm bushing is loose and they're kinda of tricky if you can't if you're actually not getting that up on a hoist and trying to move those. Um, because you got to pry them pretty hard, and you got to pry them in the right direction, and that's probably hard to do uh, if you're crawling under, if you're crawling underneath the vehicle. But that being said, the other thing that could cause it would be if a, a motor mount or a transmission mount or something like that is is causing things to get out of alignment uh, on acceleration. Um, that could also be causing it, but I think more likely it's a control arm bushing or a cradle bushing or something like that that's loose and on acceleration something is moving.
0: Okay. A texter says this, Dan, a 2010 F-150 5.4. The texter says changed the blower motor resistor two weeks ago. Worked good, but again, have only high speed. Uh, Also changed about a year ago and uh, just changed the cabin air filter recently changed. Any ideas what might be happening with that blower motor?
1: Yeah, it's probably the connector, the connector for the uh, blower motor resistor that you replaced. If you take it back apart and look at that connector closely, you'll probably see that one of the connectors is black uh, and starting to melt like like it's been hot. And so that's probably why it has failed again. And in fact, if you get back under there and wiggle that connector around, you'll probably find that it comes back to life and works again. Um, and the repair is you have to cut the four or five wires that go to that connector. You can buy a new connector, cut the four or five wires that go to that connector and then solder the uh, new connector into place. And uh, if you do that, that should take care of it for you. Okay. It's a, it's a, It's important though that you, Solder those connections because there's a lot of amperage going through that, through that, through that wiring. And if you just use some sort of crimp connector, oftentimes uh, you don't make a good enough connection and it'll fail again on
0: you. Mm. All right, good tip. Uh, let's see. Uh, 2010 Chevy Equinox now has 519,800 miles on it. We were talking about oil uh, earlier. Do you, has recommend the high mileage synthetic or just regular synthetic?
1: No, for that car, I would certainly put high mileage synthetic in it. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) That car has served you well. It deserves everything it can get. Uh, 520,000 miles. Wow. Yeah. Just like everything in life, Denny, there's good, better, and best. And we're all different creatures, and we do things differently. And, you know, I'm a best sort of guy. I want the very best. that I can get. And some people are, and, and some people are satisfied with better and that's just fine. And, and quite honestly, it, it probably is just fine and, and will work as good as best, but, but, uh, you know, it just depends on your personality.
0: Yeah, that's true. And I, I haven't seen the price for a while, but I've compared the, uh, high mileage synthetic to the regular synthetic, same brand. So it an apples and apples, mm-hmm. and it isn't really that much more. It's a few cents really no. on the dollar, I think.
1: You know, um, compared to what we pay for cars and oh, yeah. compared to what we pay for other car repairs, it's nothing. It's, the, it's a cup of coffee. So, it's true. Uh, yeah. So I think it's worth it.
0: Texas says I have an 03 Toyota Camry four cylinder, 170,000 miles on it. Has original water pump. Should it be replaced? Also, it has a timing chain. Should that be replaced?
1: It has a timing chain. No, the time. What year did you say uh, It's what? an
0: 03 Camry.
1: Well, uh, no, neither of of those things would be uh, maintenance items. If it had a timing belt on it, yes, I would recommend changing the timing belt and the water pump when you're doing it because the water pump is driven by the timing belt. But because it has a timing chain and the uh, water pump is not causing you any trouble, I would not recommend changing either of those uh, from a maintenance standpoint
0: texter doesn't say what kind of a vehicle but wanted your thoughts on an oil additive uh, putting in one bottle of a certain brand with synthetic oil uh you you're not necessarily a big believer in oil additives are you
1: well you know we use them uh, okay uh, there are conditions and there's particular vehicles that that have trouble with carbon buildup or something like that and so on a vehicle like that we do use and recommend additives we've had some success with some additives, uh, you know, earlier we talked about if the oil gets low and your cam adjusters aren't working properly, we've had some success with cleaning that up and getting those working again with additives, and so, you know, it's just like the, the which oil you should use, a lot of it comes down to personality and how it makes you feel, sure. and uh, I, yeah, if it makes you feel good, go ahead and do it, It's it's not going to hurt anything, that's for sure. My only question is, will it help anything? Yeah. And I don't know that.
0: <laughs> uh, let's Goodbye. see. Another text says, what's oh, this is interesting? What's the purpose of a tachometer with a car with automatic transmission?
1: Well, uh, you know, just to keep track. Yeah. And part of it is uh, uh, an awful lot about a car is marketing. And when you're, the car is sitting in the showroom or you're test driving a new car and you can see the tachometer and you can see the you know the if you feel like an airline pilot uh, as you're driving down the road it makes you feel good and you buy the car yeah. so that's that's part of it it's part of it. it's just marketing and uh, the other part is to you know uh, out in the mountains for example when you're driving up and down the mountains uh, and you're using your automatic transmission downliling if you're going downhill or uphill uh, it helps you keep track of what the what the engine speed is. And so there is some purpose to it. Yeah. Uh, I think mostly it's just something to watch.
0: And it balances out the dash, too, I guess, in yeah. some cases.
1: Yeah, I know. It makes it, look, makes it look nice. Yeah.
0: There's a 2000, a texture says, 2005 Passat passenger door window won't stay up but will slip down. Does Lloyd's work on this kind of problem?
1: Oh, sure. Yeah. In fact, very, very common problem, uh, electric window failure and, and you know, the we get a lot of it in Minnesota because um, when we get in the car in the winter time or in the you know early winter when the windows are all frosty and first thing we want to do is roll a window down for one reason or another, it's frozen in place well uh the only way that the you know that you go to move the window and it's stuck, and uh the car wants to move it, and it doesn't want to move and of course you do that enough times and something's going to break. And so, you know, clips break and the plastic parts in the regulator break and the motor breaks, things like that. And so, uh, in Minnesota, window failure is very, very common. Yeah. And it seems like a big task to remove that inner panel of the car to get at the, uh, uh, Window motor and all that, but it's not that big. A it's deal. not that big. So don't don't don't. Yeah, don't be real concerned if if uh, if you're going to bring it in and have it repaired. It won't be an astronomical repair.
0: Uh, we have time real quickly. Another uh, text, and then we have to go. 2004 Mountaineer. Harder steering lately. No leaks in the transmission. Does changing power steering fluid help?
1: Yes, it does. All right, uh, and, that, and that's a good idea. And, and that's another. Case of where an additive might help. Uh, change it, to change the power steering fluid. Uh, put a good quality additive in there when you do that, and, and maybe even a synthetic power steering fluid, and uh, see if that helps. It's it's a little bit risky because it uh, it may not help much. But if it doesn't, uh, then you're probably looking at replacing the pump itself. Pump, the pump itself is just worn out. All right. Yeah.
0: Uh, Dan, we have to go. How do we get in touch with Lloyd's Automotive?
1: Well, best choice to come on over, we are at 982 Green Avenue in St. Paul. Uh, You can give us a call at 651-228-1316 or find us on the web at lloydsautomotive.net, L-L-O-I-D-S, lloydsautomotive.net.
0: Good deal. Dan, we'll uh, see you back in studio, what, a week from today? That sounds good. All right. Thanks, Dan. Dan Burns from Lloyds Automotive.